Hey guys, welcome back to the Capsule Production Podcast. Uh, I just want to start off by apologizing for taking so long to uh, release an episode. I know I said I'd release one in August, and well, it's November. But, well, as I said, I'm on APPE rotations, and um, very time-consuming. So, um, I was actually fortunate enough to uh, get the help of some underclassmen here, some 3PDs from the University of Florida. So, big thanks to uh, Randy, Greg, and Alyssa. Uh, so this episode is actually, um, it's about flu shots and vaccinations, so um, someone was kind of focusing on operation immunization, which um, they'll get into a little bit in the episode. Uh, so I do plan on releasing uh, some more podcasts coming up here, um, probably sometime end of December, when things start to slow down just a little bit. Uh, I do want to cover uh, one of my rotations, my previous rotations in Germany, uh, I know I had a quite a few questions about that, so I'm going to cover that probably in the next episode. And I'm actually going on rotation at the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, um, starting in a couple of days here. So I would also like to do one about that. I'm sure some people have some questions about that. And um, yeah, I'd like to cover that as a topic. So um, as always, if anyone out there has any topics they want covered or um, a um, particular guest they want to hear from, um, just shoot, shoot us an email here at Capsule Production. The email address is uh, capsuleproduction1 at gmail.com. So definitely go ahead and reach out to us if, uh, if anyone out there has any ideas or wants to hear about anything. Uh, without any further ado, I will um, let Randy, Greg, and Alyssa take over from here. Hello out there. Uh, welcome to this edition of the Capsule Podcast. Uh, if I don't sound like Brandon, I'm not. Um, my name is Randy. Uh, along with me, I have my colleagues, uh, Mr. Greg Celestin and the Operation Immunization Chair here at the Orlando campus of the University of Florida College of Pharmacy, Ms. Alyssa Madison. Um, and what we're going to do today is kind of tell you a little bit about the flu vaccine, uh, a little bit about the flu, and hopefully it'll just uh, give you more information about it and spread the awareness uh, that we're trying to achieve. Uh, it is that time of year. It's not Christmas, but it is the flu season. Uh, important nonetheless. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. Randy, and my name is Greg. I will be his co-host today. We are both 3PDs here at the University of, uh, University of Florida College of Pharmacy. Um, as 3PDs, we're going on rotations. So this is some valuable information on flu vaccines, flu shots, um, symptoms, and kind of ways that we're going to need uh, information that we're going to need to adequately treat our patients when we do get into practice. And so today we have Alyssa Madison, our lovely guest. She is the immunization chair for APHA. So let's jump right, right into this. Um, so Alyssa, let's. What is the flu for the patients out there? Um, so hi everyone. I'm Alyssa. Like Greg and Randy said, I'm the one of the chairs for operation immunization here at the Orlando campus. Um, the flu is caused from the influenza virus, and it's a respiratory virus, which can spread by respiratory droplets, sneezing, coughing, and even touching items with the virus still living on it. Um, you'll definitely be able to distinguish this from just a normal common cold. You'll feel like you have a cold, cold plus have really bad fever, chills, and muscle aches. Um, I often hear people say that you'll know when you have the flu if you've never had it before because it, it feels like nothing else you've had. The inf influenza is a unique virus because it can actually mutate and change from season to season. I'll uh, we'll go into that more with the separate questions later, but this is why healthcare providers push for everyone to get the flu shot uh, every year because the flu is different from year to year. That's great that we have uh, that much information and that 
um, we, we can go on from there. Um, my, my, my question is, um, if, if, uh, can I get vaccinated and still get the flu? So unfortunately, yeah, it's possible to get sick, uh, with the flu, even if you have been vaccinated. Um, this is for a few different reasons. Um, you may be exposed, exposed to the flu virus shortly before getting vaccinated or during the period that it takes for your body to actually gain the protection from the vaccine. It takes about two weeks for the antibodies, um, to kind of be present and be able to protect you if you do get the flu. Um, so that's one reason. Um, you may be exposed to a flu virus that is not included in the f- seasonal flu vaccine. Um, there are many different flu viruses that circulate every year. Um, and a flu vaccine is made to protect against three or four flu viruses or strains, I suppose, um, that researchers suggest will be most common. Um, unfortunately, some people can be infected with the flu virus despite getting vaccinated, like I just said. Um, the third reason is you may just not have the flu. You may be confusing it with something else that's very similar. So those are the reasons as to why if you do get vaccinated, you can still get the flu. So tell me, who should and shouldn't receive the flu shot? So everyone six months of age or older should definitely get the flu vaccine every season. Oh, so that means Greg can't get it, but I can. <laughs> Funny. No, jokes. no, you both should, especially since you're both health professionals. It's very important for us to get it every year. Um and then a few other people who need it uh, every year, people who are immunocompromised, which means they have somewhat of a weakened immune system, and women who are pregnant. That way, when the child is born, it receives the antibodies from the mother from that vaccine. So it is protected since it can't get the vaccine under six months of age. In addition, some of the people who can't get the flu shot every season are people who are older. Maybe their health conditions are really bad. They're allergic to it both latex and eggs. Luckily, there is an egg-free option that we do have, so people who are allergic to eggs have an alternate option. Uh, But it's important for everyone to get the vaccine. That way we can protect the people who really can't get the vaccine for any sort of health-related reasons, as I just said. Okay. All right, so Alyssa, can you tell me what are the benefits of the flu vaccine? Yeah, what's the the hoopla all about? Um, So like I said earlier, some people who do get vaccinated may still get sick. However, there are a lot of benefits. Flu vaccines have been shown in some studies to reduce the severity of illness in people who get vaccinated but still get sick. Um, A study in 2017 showed that flu vaccination reduced deaths, ICU admissions, ICU length of stay, and overall duration of hospitalization among hospitalized flu patients. Flu vaccine prevents millions of illnesses and flu-related doctor visits each year. For example, during the 2016-2017 season, the flu vaccination prevented an estimated 5.3 million influenza illnesses, 2.6 million influenza-associated medical visits, and 85,000 influenza-associated hospitalizations. So, you know, this is the question that most people want to hear about is, what are the side effects you can experience after getting the flu shot? While flu vaccine cannot give you the flu illness itself, there are different side effects that may be associated with getting the flu shot. These side effects luckily are mild and short-lasting, especially when compared to the actual symptoms of the flu. The virus in the flu shot are killed, so they're inactivated, so you cannot get the flu from the flu shot itself. Um, You can get some minor side effects that may occur, soreness, redness, and swelling where the shot was given in your arm. You are injecting something into a muscle, so it may hurt maybe for a few hours afterwards, Um, you can get a fever and you can have some kind of aches again where the the shot was given usually on your arm. If you do get any side effects, it's from your immune system trying to protect yourself, not from the vaccine. All right, Alyssa. So uh, hypothetically speaking, if if I had a kid um, 
why, why would I get little Randy uh, vaccinated? So children need to be vaccinated every flu season because of the environments they're in every day, whether it be daycares or schools. They're always being around children and their immune systems also haven't fully developed yet. If we can protect, protect them from a somewhat preventable sickness, we should try our best to. It also helps children who cannot get the vaccine for health reasons to stay safe as well. I don't know. Jenny McCarthy, you know, she said some things about, you know, autism and the mercury. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a little hesitant, you know, and I know the patients are a little hesitant too to bring their kids in to get a flu vaccine. So could you like, what, what's, what's that all about? Yeah, this has been a myth that has been going around um, since the paper was published by Andrew Wakefield. Uh, allegedly linking the MMR va vaccine to autisms, and vaccination rates did decrease after that. Yeah, I, I was kidding about the Jenny McCarthy stuff, of course, but you bring up a really good point. Um, that study, that initial study from way back when, the initial co-authors and journal actually retracted its support from that study. And also the chief author, author Wakefield, actually got his license revoked due to falsifications of ethical issues. So... And it's, it's good to note that that original study only had, I believe, 12 children in that study with many of them already experiencing uh, manifesting symptoms of autism before even entering the study. So a lot of the data was misrepresented. So extrapolated from that original claim, many people began to associate all vaccines with autism or even contracting disease with, uh, itself, such as Alyssa touched upon, that getting the flu vaccine won't give you the flu. One of the main ingredients, um, many claim to be the culprit of the side effects and the autism or any any sort of issues with the vaccine was thimerosal, which since then has been removed from most childhood vaccines. And there are thimerosal-free alternative flu vaccines. So that's, uh, that's a very good point. We, we, I think we need to bring up and the general public needs to be aware that vaccines have been proven to be safe. I think that will quell some of the... Uh worries that I think the general public had. I think you, you both brought up some good points there on yeah. on the side effects and some of the debunking of the myths. Um, that, that definitely ensures that me, I'm definitely going to get it. Exactly, because one of the biggest things um, that's hindering, you know, the flu shot from, or people from getting the flu shot, people from getting vaccines, is just, you know, this misinformation. All right, Lisa. <coughs> so, excuse me. <laughs> How do I know if I... <laughs> How do I know if I have the flu? That was uh, Randy's sad attempt to act like he was sick for the audience to know. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. But as I said earlier, it's often said that you will know when you have the flu. You have these really bad chills. Your muscles ache really, really bad. You almost can't even get up. And you'll probably have a pretty high fever as well. <laughs> and sneezing. If you do want to know further, though, if you have the flu, you can go to the doctor's office and get tested. So in a perfect world, everyone gets vaccinated. Vaccination, uh, vaccination is 100% effective, but we know that's not the case. So what, what, do you, what, what do we do to you know, protect ourselves against the flu if we do contract the disease? I would definitely say wash your hands, stay clean, try and eat a little bit healthier, get those veggies in, try and exercise. Um, if you do all those things, it can definitely help boost your immune system. And what about if I get sick? So what we can do after that is try and treat the symptoms. Uh, Over-the-counter products are great for fever and congestion. Congestion, Fluids are great to rest and try to stay at home if possible. That way you can rest and get better as soon as possible. So as a future healthcare professional, what are some of the barriers that you've seen um, that's hindered people from getting the flu vaccine? 
There's about four big ones. The myths about the flu shot causing autism and other different illnesses. The vaccine itself causing the flu itself. Uh, needles, people are really scared of needles and they kind of stray away from any kind of shot because of that. And people think that they are unable to get it because they may not have a primary care doctor or anything like that. So they don't really know where to get it, where to get it either. Oh, that's a, that's a good point. So where can you where can you get the flu vaccine? Yeah, access is always a huge issue. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. Luckily, flu vaccines are offered in many different doctors' office, clinics, health departments. Pharmacies is usually the biggest one outside of inpatient, in a sense, care. Um, you can just go to your Walgreens or CVS and get it there, and it takes maybe 10 to 15 minutes at most. You can also get it at college health care centers. Uh, as well as many employers also want you to get that as well. So you can get it through your job and even in some schools. All right. So um, it comes to this time of year, uh, maybe sometimes pharmacists, interns and techs uh, maybe dread it. Um, it seems like healthcare pushes very hard for the flu shot, maybe even more than those Black Friday ads you might see on TV. <laughs> so uh, why does healthcare push so hard on the, on the flu shot? Well, we really want to have a preventative care system instead of a reactive care system. Uh, It saves a lot of money and time for patients as well, considering the vaccines are usually covered by insurances. We really want everyone, especially our patients, to be safe, healthy, and happy. So it's medicine. We're kind of creeping up towards the, you know, the best time of the year. It's Thanksgiving now. Um, But is it too late to get the flu shot? No, that's a good question. So flu shot season starts in August and usually runs through the end of March, but we have seen the virus well into May, some seasons. Uh, So vaccination can still be beneficial as long as the influenza viruses are still circulating. The CDC recommends that providers begin to offer it in the fall, usually around September. But if you have not been vaccinated by Thanksgiving or at least the end of November, it can still be protected to get vaccinated in December or even later. Influenza is unpredictable and seasons can vary. So seasonal influenza disease usually peaks in about January or February in most years. But like I said, the disease can occur as late as May. So thanks, Alyssa, for that information. That was some valuable information for us. If you need to, for our audience out there, um, I just want to let you know that a lot of information that was provided to us for this episode was from the CDC, the FDA. So if you wanted a little bit more information, feel free to go to those websites. Surf it. Go take your time. There's a lot of useful information that you can use for yourself, for your family, for your friends. Um, Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Greg. I think patients out there will definitely benefit from this information. I just want to take this opportunity now to thank uh, Mr. Lisa Madison. We appreciate your your being on with us today. I want to thank my co-host, Greg, for helping me do this. I definitely want to shout out Brandon for allowing us uh, to be a part of the podcast and allowing us to to broadcast some, some pretty important information to increase awareness of the flu and the flu vaccine out there and hopefully quell some uh, reluctance of our our, our, our audience uh, out there. So once again, uh, thank you very much. If you liked what you heard, please let us know. If you didn't like what you heard, uh, let us know. Um, we'll be more than happy to look at those. Also hit the subscribe button on the Capsule Podcast. Uh, there'll be more of these coming along uh, with, with invaluable information. And uh, hopefully we'll be back and we look forward to doing another one. Thank you guys so much. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed Alyssa, Rainey, and Greg uh, talk about immunizations. I think they did a really great job, and I really appreciate them um, just getting some information out there. I think there's a lot of uh, misinformation about uh, vaccinations and flu shots and so on. So, um, again, good job, guys. 
Uh, like I said before, I'm going to have some more uh, episodes coming out and uh, things are starting to slow down with school just a little bit. Um, again, if you have any suggestions, please uh, send us an email at capsuleproduction1 at gmail.com. Uh, we, we also have Facebook, so you can uh, send us a message on there. That would be much appreciated. Um, as always, I want to thank um, Sephiros for the song. The song is called Celestial, and uh, you can find it on freestockmusic.com. And I will talk to you guys again soon. Bye.